0: Hey, everybody, on this episode of Box Office Breakdown, we are going to talk about how the God of Thunder laid a SmackDown at the box office. Let's do it. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Box Office Breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to Box Office Breakdown. Here on Popcorn Talk, this is the show where we look back <clears throat> at the box office that was, and then. <clears throat> We'd like to... Prague, Prog- no. Nah... Kate... Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, before we go any further, I just want to say, follow these two on social media, because they are going to be announcing their concert dates for when they go and take this around the country. <laughs> Look at that. Can't wait. <laughs> we prognosticate about the box office that lie ahead. I am one of your hosts. Only one, and certainly the least enjoyed... Not and true. least talented not true. of this panel. No,
1: not true. Opposite. Frank Moran.
0: You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at HappyGoJackie.
1: He's our favorite. <sighs> Crowd goes wild. <laughs> With
0: <the> booze. <laughs> With booze. Get him out of here.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Amy Cassandra, and you guys can find me on all social media at Amy Cassandra TV. Even Friendster? Almost all social media mm-hmm. at yes. Amy Cassandra TV.
2: What's up, guys? You can find me Neil Plumley at all relevant forms of social media and <laughs> different places where you find people at the Neil Plumley. That's T H E N E I L P L U M L E Y. And Frank, how's your weekend?
0: Uh, un- a lot of unfortunate things happened. No, <laughs> no.
1: lot of unfortunate, of
0: unfortunate things. Events? Yes, it was. A- yes, a- I'm
1: yep. so sorry.
0: It was it was? I'm excited to talk about it. And of course, our other esteemed panelist, Carrie Lane, she is out of town attending some nuptials. Nuptials? nuptials. It sounds like that you that said
2: nuptials and, and nuptials like...
0: too. Yes, they're do- It's a nuptial, two nuts. Uh, because when two nuts love each other, Neil, they have a ritual. <laughs> they have a ritual. The neighborhood squirrels show up. That's right. Uh, it's The whole thing. There's that's... pentagrams, there you... dark lords. <laughs> yeah. It's really. It's quite something. Beautiful. Uh, so, folks, of course, you can like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe <laughs> to the YouTube channel. While you're there, throw some thumbs. Thumb it. Thumb it up. Thumb, thumb, thumb. So thumb, 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 thumb. <laughs> Thumb it up, oh and of course, uh, feel free to hop in the chat. Mm. Anthony's going to be, uh, be a deer. My, I feel like, as like a grandmother would say, please, would you, Anthony, would you be a deer? Oh, like, that man? No, he's a straight up a doll. <laughs> and bring up the chat. Feel free to chime <laughs> away at anything you saw this past weekend or just about movies in general, as we'll be talking about all of that good stuff. Uh, starting off first, though, why don't we talk about like the last week's top five? Okay. That's I mean, just a little, a little something different. It's a little fresh. Yeah. I know, huh? <laughs> A little new. There was this tiny little movie. Uh, you know it, it struggled, it art, struggled. House, art House art, yeah thank you thank you very much uh, Thor Ragnarok from uh, Disney wait what was it Thor? Thor
1: Ragnarok that's a funny name I thought you were talking
0: about something else I actually haven't heard of that one. Oh you have ooh, oh sorry uh, yeah this is yeah I'm sorry I wish it would have gotten more uh, more advertising yeah I guess they because the thing is like I, is, I'm surprised I made number one because I don't think anybody had heard about it yeah, yeah. it wasn't anywhere it's really, it's rare for that to happen, but it's, you know, cool. It's nice. No, that's true. I mean, you know, I guess it's something that we all got to go check out. I think it's a word of mouth kind of phenomenon. Right. Yes. Right, yeah. Right. Uh, it uh, came in strong at the box office, $121 million as we speak now. Those are some good digits. Some very good digits. Mm-hmm. It was also the subject of our box office bet. We bet big, and we're about to find out, thanks to Neil Plumley, who is going to go home the winner. And I feel like we've all seen it, so there's really no loser.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well... The winner
2: of this week's box office bet is a tie between Frank Moran and Carrie D. Lane, both voting for $125 million. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) I
0: I never thought I'd see this day. (laughs) Oh, Oh, wow. That is
1: beautiful. Well, that just looks great. There you go. Uh,
0: You pull it off. Yeah, you know, and I feel like only people will wear it for a moment, and then they put it back down. No, I'm going to write it out. Okay, good for you. Because I will never have the honor of wearing this ever again. I'm terrible at these bets.
2: That's great. Now the other two betters, Amy Cassandra and myself, were both very far away. Mm -hmm. She was closer than I was at 99 million. Very good job. Mm -hmm. And I bet 145, which it uh, it did not it did not get that much. But I'm happy I voted that much, and I voted with my gut. In your uh, heart.
0: I, I already went and saw the movie.
1: Mm-hmm. So too. I already
2: upheld my end of the bet.
0: So yeah. let's dive into it. Of course, folks, we'll be talking about the film, but we'll talk about it in the most generalist of terms. We won't give you any spoilers, so don't worry about that. Uh, in the weeks to come, as more people have seen it, we'll get to more spoilery categories sure. if, the, if the, the subject of the film kind of crosses our way again. But, general impressions of the film? Hmm. Okay. I like it because, you, yes, you, I saw in your tweet you'd had you like to, but you had some reservations. Well, I went into it, uh, uh, a co-worker of mine, oh, Anthony's already about um, uh, sorry, I,
2: actually uh, my, my boss at my day job, he saw it and he, he texted me on Friday night saying that he was sort of let down, but he was interested in what I had to say. I saw it this morning, uh, going in, hearing mm. a lot of people on social media, I have, I have some friends who are big comic book nuts, and they're like, it was okay, I have other people being like, oh, it was amazing, and then, of course my boss being like, I was let down. So I went in with like a rainbow of expectations. So pretty even expectations going in. And I sort of left feeling like like I was kind of let down a little bit. What let you down? I'll tell you, Frank. It was... You know what? I I feel like... And we had a conversation out there with one of our producers uh, earlier. But it felt like it was trying a bit or a lot too hard to be like Guardians of the Galaxy without adhering to an emotional... Uh, bedrock. It didn't mm. it didn't have it didn't have anything to like hold on to as far as like
0: us feeling like we should care for the characters. I would agree because you don't have that feeling that you have a Guardian of the Galaxies 2 where everything that happens with Yandu. It does it, lots of laughs Aww. and then the the bit at the end where it kinda right. just tugs you at the heartstrings and right. you don't and, have that. And
2: that feels pretty powerful. There's two moments in this movie where I felt like they're trying to pull at your heartstrings. There's one in the beginning and one sort of around the second act. With um with Banner, that were both sort of like like oh man that's uh that's you know that sucks, but like the whole climax, I didn't care. <laughs> I didn't. No, like, that's true. If, if they if they couldn't work it out, I don't know how I would have felt. I probably would have felt a little ambivalent. I probably would have just been like okay, I guess. It just sort of felt like a comedic setup for one part of the Infinity War. Mm. It didn't feel like it was taking itself very seriously as a movie. Um, it was just trying to be like a color, a very colorful, which is cool, very colorful, very out there, um,
0: Guardians-esque Thor movie.
2: That's sort of what it felt like to me. All
0: right. Uh, I have some thoughts about that as well, but let me give it over to Amy Cassander first.
1: Yeah. Uh, um, so oh, I disagree with pretty much everything.
0: Oh, it's like a rebuttal coming. laid like on, it. lay it on, and- laid on.
1: Okay, so it's not trying to be Guardians of the Galaxy because it is not Guardians of the Galaxy. It's doing its own thing. Thor has his own feel, his own vibe, and that's what he was doing. Was he funny? Yes. Was he going to, like, attack you with the heartstrings? No, but I'm not going to spoil that. But something very big happens at the end. You're like, holy crap. Wow, what are they going to do? Hmm. I don't want to give it away, so I almost no. did. That's true. Okay, so yeah. there's that. Um, he shaved lo- his beard. That was oh,
0: I spoiled it. Oh, friend. sorry, friend, you couldn't have. I didn't mean to.
1: I think <laughs> I also much, but... the way it was shot and the colors, the uh, costumes—they were completely different from like Thor-y kind of a thing, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So that I appreciated. I really liked um, Jeff Goldblum's character. He's in that. That's not a spoiler. Uh, just want to make sure. It was to me. So I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> now, uh, I, now I can not see the movie again.
1: <laughs> and I mean, and it's, it's just the way that it was shot. I don't know. The way it was shot, the way it looked, the way the plot was. Like, it's, if you went in there thinking like, oh, okay, cool. It's going to be like Guardians of the Galaxy or it's like a Marvel kind of a feel, like a certain way. Know that it's not going to feel like that. It's going to feel a little bit different. So that's all we really want. When we go in to see a movie, we want to see something a little different. We want to laugh a little, maybe sometimes. And with this one you did, and people are really enjoying it in the chat, so thank you so much because official Jared Leto. What?
0: Yeah, Jared Leto's an (laughs) our check He
1: really enjoyed it. Um, Sky Patterson says, Thor Ragnarok is a standalone sequel from his other two films, Thor and Thor the Dark Lord. It's very Jack Kirby, Yeah. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what else you would want out of a Thor film. Stronger emotional context. No, I mean, I felt emotionally tied to these people. So, we very strongly disagree. Because I really, well, I didn't cry.
0: Is that a barometer a- to you to be, uh,
2: for a successful yeah, film? Am- amongst us emotional movie watchers crying is a barometer. For those guy. of us that are See? dead inside,
0: I will never know that.
1: Yeah. Bill Archer, Ragnarok was amazing. So there are some of us out there that really did enjoy it. Um, yeah, and and, and I'm, I'm
0: not going to, uh, this is a tough wear, but I'm sticking hand. to it. it. You got it.
1: You're so rocking. We're Thank great. you. Well, the Rotten Tomato score, if people care about that at all, is still very high. It is, it's yeah. It's in the 90s. And, you know, and 90s. some be-
0: I, I will not disagree that there are people that have, that have enjoyed this film immensely for what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah, I I would think I would side more with Neil, is that I wanted some emotional, some of the stuff at the end, just I wish there'd been, it would grab me a little bit more emotionally than I had hoped for. Uh, I did like what had happened between uh, Loki and Thor, because I felt like Loki was a character that I felt like needed some sort of change to happen to him over the course of these films, because he's been pretty much that Mm -hmm. same kind of character concept. Yeah,
2: and they bring that up, actually, in in one of their their discussions.
0: And so I feel like I'm very interested to see him next in the Avengers films, to see if he's gonna, if it's gonna play more in that direction, or that it's just been, that was just kind of in this film, and then it's just kinda, gonna be brushed aside, given the way the Marvel Universe works, I'm gonna assume no, that there is gonna be some some more nuanced shades to Loki going forward in the Marvel Universe, which I'm excited
1: about. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm just loving some of the comments in the chat. That um, yeah, so Ken Jack 1984 says I thought the movie was great. The Mickey M. Tessa Thompson's arms deserve an Oscar. I agree. Mm. Oh, my God. Tessa Thompson was
2: great. Yeah. 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 She was fantastic. Uh,
1: So, I mean, if you guys haven't seen it, definitely go. Give it a shot. Let us know your opinions because, obviously, we're divided. But I think you'll agree with me when you see it.
2: (laughs) With a a quick final point, if I may. uh, This is obviously based on uh, sort of a a dual storyline of the Ragnarok story from Thor and the Planet Hulk story from the Hulk comics. Um, where Hulk is captured and then forced to be a gladiator and fight in a ring, and then he forms a revolution to escape. Uh, and they brought some of those characters from Planet Hulk into the movie. They're Korg, and um God, I love him. I Korg love and him. Um, uh, Meek, or I think it was I think his name was Meek. Oh, yeah. oh, uh, Meek, was that? I don't believe he was the, in the actual comics. The Bug? No, he but was. Was he? Yeah. He didn't have those weird blade things, and he talked more. Oh, okay. he was oh actually, yeah, that's right. Yes, because he, he was actually yep. one of the main antagonists of World War Hulk. True, because he kind of felt betrayed. Like, he, mm-hmm. yes, that was exactly. Right. Um, Meek had zero speaking parts, which I can see because he's he's an, an emotionally contextured character that you sort of have to like breathe through the whole story. They carry him through these gladiator fights. He's not really like a warrior. They save his life basically, and then it becomes important later on. But Korg was really funny, but that was it. Like, Korg is, like, Korg is supposed to be, like, the, the emotional, um, well, not supposed to be, like, for the movie's sake, but in the comic book, he's, he's sort of, like, an emotional support backbone for the Hulk. The Hulk's getting ready to, like, give up. And Korg's like, no, we have to stay together. You're the only one who can help us. I'm the other strongest one, and I'm nowhere near you. And if we work together, we might be able to get out of here. And just because of the way that the story was framed, Korg never really got to interact with the Hulk in that way. Mm-hmm. So they sort of just had him in there as, like, a face. Like, this is a familiar face, but it was a completely different character.
0: Yeah, and I guess that's true because, I mean, the, the Planet Hulk story is such, I think, for Hulk fans and comic book fans, is a really great story. It's
2: fantastic, yeah.
0: And it's tough to, I think, shoehorn that into a Thor film and be able to do it justice. Exactly. But they so did the best they could.
2: They did the best they could, but they could have they could have just had a different character. They sort of just used his character as a prop to be funny.
0: And I would agree with you in terms of the end with... Um, Oh, no, sure. And yeah. uh, I mean, he was yeah, there were very some very funny moments with him. But I also felt like you know, I felt kind of at the end, there's some stuff that happens with uh, Bruce Banner and the Hulk mm-hmm. that they set up in the midway point of the film. And you're like, OK, I hope th- there's some stakes here. And then I just didn't feel mm, I wanted to feel. Yeah. Decisions that were made at the end of the film. I wanted to feel them more.
2: Yeah. The, the, the consequence of those decisions occurred to me after the movie. They should be occurring at that climactic point when the decision's made.
0: But it, yeah. Totally went over my head, like it, it wasn't important. Yeah, and he and the Hulk first uh, I mean, you know, it's, certainly it's Thor's film, Hulk is a supporting character, but even during the climax of the film, I feel like Hulk was kind of really brushed aside. You know, just like, all right, which we'll is like well you have your matchup, we'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pop in at the end, that's great. Uh yeah, but I mean certainly I think and I don't think anybody would disagree, I think with, of the three Thor films, that this would might be my favorite of the three. I'd say so. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: so I'd say so, but it's I mean, it's probably my favorite of the three, but it's probably not far off from the second one in my book. Uh, but both of them are quite a distance from the first one,
0: yeah. But this one does, and I don't know what Marvel's phase four plans include. There's been really no talk of another Thor film. I would, this gets me excited to see another Thor movie to to, to give uh, the director another chance to kind of explore these characters, Taika, yeah, to, uh, another shot.
2: He was also mm-hmm. the voice of Korg
0: yes. yeah. in the movie, I which I that. recognized instantly. I'm like,
2: oh, okay, I know you.
0: So would have been good. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I hope. I would love to see that. And I guess that all depends on what happens after uh, Infinity War.
2: Well, isn't there, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't there something about um, the reality gem coming into play and sort of resetting the universe?
0: Yeah, they could, that could be I the think case.
2: I think the I thought that's, no, at least that was my understanding of what was going to happen because they're going to bring in uh, Captain Marvel, with Brie Larson. Yeah, right, right Brie Larson? Yes. yes. Um, back in, was it, the 80s? Or? The 90s. The 90s. With uh, um, Nick
0: Fury with two eyes, I
2: believe. Yeah, so I, I, I'm not sure if they're just going back in time and showing that, or if they're resetting. Because it, it would make good precedent to reset it, because that way you can get new actors play the same characters.
0: I think it's more, I don't think it's a reset, I think they're just going back in time, and then I think she takes off into space, and then she's been gone all this time, and I think then she returns back. Around the Infinity War time. Ah, to uh,
2: I think I should just to see wait that. For Marvel. to then like <laughs> I think the
0: second Captain Marvel film, much kinda like the Wonder Woman film, would first one set in the past, second one set in the future. Yeah, but or present mean, day I should say.
1: Captain right. Marvel's can be way better than than
0: Wonder Woman. Oh, don't say that yet. Mm-hmm. I, I think uh, you would...
1: I have really high hopes because Brie Larson's a goddess, so...
0: Oh, all right. Well, all right. So we know how you I'm feel about Gal Godot. So Gal Gadot. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say, what about Gal Gadot?
2: Yeah,
1: no, she's good she's good, but I'm more of a Marvel person anyway. Oh, all right.
2: We'll, we'll see...
0: Uh,
1: we'll... Uh, yeah. We have a to lot of from now. I can tell tonight. you my,
0: my favorite part of seeing going to the movies today was seeing the Black Panther trailer. And
1: oh, my God. But, I mean,
0: I, I will say I am like in the direction that Marvel's going at least, and I, I feel like it's going to continue into Phase 4 and beyond, is that you're just seeing a lot more of the director's vision going into these projects, which I think Marvel needs to do to mm-hmm. keep pushing forward.
2: I also like how later in this game of Phase 3, we're seeing um, slight, character crossovers in our Marvel movies mm-hmm. um, not going to say anything but namely in um, Ragnarok uh, that came out this weekend there's a little bit of a crossover near the beginning and that sort of that, that brought the plot forward a bit to a place where it sort of needed to go um, but uh, I, I some people sort of write that off to be like eh, did they have to do that And I kind of like it because it's kind of like reading a comic book. Yes. Where, like, you turn a page, and you're like, oh, oh, whoa, so-and-so's here. Cool. What are they going to do? Oh, they're just here for, like, a couple pages. Well, that was kind of neat. It sort of, like, brings the world together without really making it, like, a duo movie. True. You know what I
0: mean? Or also feeling like this is all just set up, and we've got to watch four more films before we get to the payoff. It's like, it's just a little fun little moment, and then we can just move on. Yeah. Yeah. So I I do like that. And uh, I feel like that's that's the direction Marvel's going to go into after these... The Infinity War films wrap up, and they're launching into Phase Four. I think it'll be just—I'm hoping—more standalone films with some like little, yeah, little touchovers. I mean, I would just be happy with like more like buddy films, things like that. I feel like the this guy's this guy's a the sky's the limit, guys. Yeah, this guy's a limit. Excited. I need <laughs> to see a World War Hulk. <laughs> we'll talk to Universal, tell them to get their act together. Speaking of that, I'd love to find out who. Uh, I originally thought they had the rights to Namor for a while, and I'd love to know if that's still the case because oh. it'd be uh, cool to see what Marvel would do with an underwater film.
1: Yeah. Oh my God!
0: Uh, but then I feel like then you then you definitely need to get the Fantastic Four in the mix and just the, don't. No, they're that's done dangerous for. Territory.
2: They're done. But they, for. but you know, if, the,
0: if Marvel did a Fantastic Four film, it would be really good. It would. No, yeah, I'd have no doubt. No, I would have super doubts. You would have super doubts. Yes. No. Oh come on! Absolutely, no. I would. No way. I feel like Marvels earned the benefit of the doubt. No, Fox uh, Fox no. would never earn the benefit of the
2: it's, doubt. It's the corner store that keeps going out of business no matter what they put in there. It's 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 a done. It's done. We gotta wait. No. You at least got to wait for the juju
0: to clear off. Well, I feel like if Fox and Marvel wanted to do something, it's going to be a while before that it would happen anyway. So I feel like that's plenty of time for the juju to clear off.
1: Yes. Agreed.
0: Uh, All right. Coming into our next movie, uh, coming in number two, Bad Moms Christmas, $17 million. Yes. Yes. And Uh, uh, tell us about it, Amy. Uh,
1: Okay. Not as good as the first. A little strange at parts. And you're like, what? But... This Is Us fans, I think you will thoroughly enjoy one of the characters in it. Dustin Hartley is in it, and... Oh
2: my stars, Dustin Hartley.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I know. He's in, he's in it, he's uh, in it. But yeah, it's, uh, it's a little weird. I have to say Susan Sarandon's character's interesting... Um I wow. I really wanted to like it a little bit more just because I really did like Bad Moms and uh, Kristen Bell's amazing. But, yeah, definitely not as good as the first. I kind of wish they would have waited a little bit. I mean, it came out November 1st. It's a little too soon for Christmas things in my book. But I know people are like, yes, let's do Christmas, but, everything. Yeah, but would, they, would
0: the release date have changed your opinion of the movie?
1: No, no, I'm just saying, like, I... I watched it because one, the movie pass, not sponsored. Two, <laughs> because I really like Bad Moms. But yeah, I, w- I didn't really want to get into the Christmassy spirit yet. Uh, but still, I mean, it was it was fine. It was you're taking off nope, the all ground. All right, fine. There I'm gonna go. ride
0: it. I'm gonna ride it through.
1: Uh, this tough. But see, yeah, I mean, it was it was good. It was good, and uh, I it actually did make me cry. Oh yeah. It did. It did it's a really is that that
0: when Jess Nartley's like I I have to leave now? And you're like, No,
1: Justin. No. No. Uh it it was it's definitely a mother daughter kind of a movie, so it yeah, it made me cry. But I mean those those scenes of the mothers and daughters together and even just the mothers together and then the daughters together was great.
0: If I'm neither a mother nor a daughter, can I You will still enjoy
1: it because it's silly. And it's right. it's. I mean, it's a fun watch. You're not going to be super bored.
0: Cool. Well, I mean, I think this is a, better, a good as time as any for Neil to finally shove his bad mom's tattoo that he got. Yeah.
2: Oh, oh my gosh. It's a. Uh...
1: Oh whoa. <laughs> that's that's it's a good. big it's, tattoo. it's Way up here. Yeah. Hang on. It's, I saw a it's little peek.
2: It's on my. Yeah. I, can't, I don't know. I don't know if I can get it's it. It's okay. That's all right. Well, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a little too tight. Everyone. Because yeah. it's it's of those really rippling big. muscles. But it's great. You know, it's the whole cast, and they're just they're right they right over here. There you go. Yeah, that, yeah. They inspire me to do great things. <laughs>
1: That's beautiful. Thank I'm you. glad that movie's so inspirational for you.
0: Thank you. Coming at number three, we've got Jigsaw. Six point seven film. Six point seven films. Six point <laughs>
2: seven yeah, million. Actually, yeah, it's yeah, been 6. That many about, about six point <laughs> seven if you count them all. Um, yeah. Uh, you so count all the all the individual acts. Divide by three. It's about six point seven.
0: Six point seven. <laughs> uh, coming to number four, tally Perry's Boo to a Medea Halloween. Let's hear it. This oh, film bloody. was terrible.
2: Oh no! Oh, I mean, I, I, what do you put it in the garbage or what do you put it in recycling? No garbage. Oh, for garbage. sure, garbage. Oh. You wouldn't want to see like someone else take a swing at it.
0: <laughs> no, sorry, Martin Lawrence. Maybe. <laughs> oh Ew, <laughs> no! I, yeah, as somebody who's never seen any of the Medea films, maybe the first one of that he ever did was good. I have nothing. Uh, yeah.
1: There was no one idea. that was yeah. good. I don't remember which one, but I, I do remember liking one of them.
0: It was just watching these these scenes. They just dragged out, and it was just old people bickering and bickering. The only I will admit there is only one part that kind of would uh, I amused me it was, it was like she's got a twin brother Joe who uh, only calls up Medea constantly for looking like a man. Which I thought that was kind of amusing, but other than that, it, <laughs> I was like, "You're a dude. You're a dude." And I was like, "All right, yeah, that's a little bit, but otherwise, it's just these. The scenes are just like they're just drawn out, and it's just bickering, and they and the acting is terrible. It, 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 there is just they bring in this y- these young cast of actors to play some teenagers, and they're just awful acting in these scenes. And i are like, oh, seriously? And the it's just I, I folks, I'm going to just talk about this movie because it's so stupid. But the ending of the movie, it's one, it's like it's like a bad TV sitcom plot. Where they, everything, all these scary things happen to these people, but basically it's just because they want to teach their their daughters a lesson, like you know you should oh. have called us or you should have you know, but you know been more respectful to your parents, so we did all this stuff to haze you to be better children, like oh, what a it's a stupid movie, I just <laughs> I was just uh it was like every scene was just like why is this happening to me? Did was,
1: you did you feel like you purposely had to force yourself to stay in the seat? I not walk
0: out. man, I would love to have just walked out constantly. I, I, it was a constant struggle. This movie was just absolutely terrible, Question. absolutely awful.
2: Would you buy a ticket to go into that movie again in order to walk out of it?
0: No, no I don't need that satisfaction. <laughs> I would not waste that money uh, to get that sort of satisfaction on it. It's is,
3: just—is it one of those movies where you buy a ticket and and you sneak in a bottle of vodka so you can enjoy the movie? Oh.
0: Hey. The only the only relief that I could have been brought is if somebody would have came in with like a cricket mallet, and just knocked me upside the head, and just took me out for the duration of that film. No, well, I would have been fine. It's bold claims, yeah, by Frank Moran. I, you know, I would love to know people that love these these films. Feel free to harass me or hop in the chat and explain why you love these movies. Maybe there's just something I'm missing. I just it was punishing. It Maybe was there's some punishing context that
2: you. It. Some plausible context you may have missed out on by not seeing
0: the other ones. But oh, it was just, I don't know. I like, oh, it was just terrible. It was just, it was awful. It was awful. This is probably like the whole time we've been doing the box office bet, this has been by far the worst oh, film, wow. the worst film I've ever had to sit through to watch. Okay. It's, this is, so everything right now, every other bet I lose, it will be in a constant comparison to Medea. And I do not, I can't imagine anybody being worse than Medea. A to <laughs> Halloween, Bhutu. Well, you
2: heard it here, folks. Frank just volunteered to see all of the box office bet movies in Oof. order to determine which is worse: oh. any future movie or Medea. Oh,
0: gosh, probably. it's just—it oh, was so awful watching. It just dragged. This movie just dragged. I'm like, and actually, when the movie ended, I got to wear this crown still. Like you know, go. at least, uh, it's like this is it. This is the end. And then they do one of those like. I don't, how do you guys feel about bloopers at the end of films? Oh, I like it, yeah.
1: I like it, but I don't know about in the movie theater.
0: I feel like bloopers for films are good if you find the movie funny. And if you don't find the movie funny, then the <laughs> bloopers of them trying to make this film and not doing as good are worse. And this is like watching these bloopers. is like, oi yeah, oi, oi. It also has to be a certain <laughs> movie. Like you can't sit through a blooper reel in the credits of Schindler's List. Oh, <laughs>
2: really? <laughs> but you can for like Blue Streak.
0: Yeah, or uh, like Cannonball Run. Sure. There you go. Or that the hangover? Oh, no, that was just them looking at their photos. There wasn't a blooper reel on that. Pacific Rim. like how Jackie Chan films.
2: <laughs> oh. and,
0: Any Jackie Chan film. Yeah, there's always. Well, those are always good because it's a mixture of. Well, I like the, the, his martial art ones because it's always people getting hurt. It's physical comedy. And like p- them yeah. being dragged out on ambulances and stuff. Yeah. That, but when he does like st- ones with Chris Rock or Owen Wilson, then you've got to see like the really. Yeah. Like, oh, Jackie Chan can't speak very well. And I see the Owen funniness. Wilson
2: messing up a line.
0: Owen, are you here right now? Jesus, Louise, this is, this is this is tough. Wow. Right, okay. To
1: so, put this putting this into yes. context. How long have you been a part of Box Office Breakdown?
0: Uh, this since the early seventies. Year and a half. Yeah, early seventies. <laughs> early seventies. I am like the Winter Soldier. I do an episode and then I go into stasis <laughs> for a week and then they thaw me back out to do another one. Yeah, see, that's
2: a good modern Marvel movie.
0: There you go. Not Thor Ragnarok.
1: Get out of here. <laughs> Get like this. out of here.
0: This damn crown it will not stay in my head. It is... Yeah, some things you can't fix.
1: It's okay. <sighs> Sorry. Carrie's like going invisibly now. That's right. But there you go.
0: So, yes. Uh, Star Drew, he, he's been on my back, uh, making sure like, I saw this film. And damn you, Star Drew, I hope you're happy. Uh, this film? Oh, this is so bad. Star so, Drew, so bad. if
2: you're in the chat, let us know if you're happy.
0: Yes. I mean the world. Uh Christian Dash, I do have beef. This beef is boo a media Halloween. <laughs> it's so stupid. It is so. I got beef. Stupid. And I mean if I'm hungry. Like there there's <laughs> and I feel like the problem is like with Tyler Perry having being his own production company mm-hmm. into itself. He can make this film without any a lot of uh, editorial input from anybody right. else. Somebody needed to stop him and say this plot is stupid. Well, how much did he make it for? I mean, I'm sure it was very little. I feel like it's like a Lucy K deal. You can make it very cheaply. It makes a huge profit and you get to be left alone. Yeah, the margins are
2: probably like insane. Yeah. Let so me just, I mean, uh, I'm just going to look up how much it costs.
0: Please, uh, f- for all that's good and decent in the world, Tyler Perry, please bring in somebody else just to check you because this is a movie that should never have made it to screen. It is just, whew, yeah, it's just rough. Just rough. All right. Uh, we move on our last number there for number five Geostorm. Another $3 million to its coffers there. Coffers? Coffers. Uh, all right, let's jump into some international numbers here. Uh, everybody's talking about Thor Ragnarok here, so basically it it, uh, it smashed in with three hundred six million dollars at the international box office, uh, coming off its uh, second week overseas that added one hundred fifty one point four million dollars, including a fifty five point six million dollar debut in China, the biggest industry opening weekend ever for a November release. Combined with the domestic start this season, the worldwide total for the God of Thunder's third film is currently four hundred twenty seven million dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, The numbers on Thor, Riding Rock have pushed the Marvel Cinematic Universe over $13 billion globally, as well as over $5 billion domestically. That's across 17 releases.
2: I also heard that... um, uh, I don't know if this is in your breakdown or not, but since uh, Disney acquired Marvel, a Marvel movie has not opened... uh, Has not... What was it? They have not opened at number two since, uh, like... Since Disney acquired Marvel,
0: well, I mean, it's uh, Disney made a right made a smart move buying the, that Marvel property. It, mm-hmm. It's been going incredibly well for them. That and Star Wars, like, how can you go wrong? Oh, These they are corning the market. They're printing all money. That's true. Uh, so basically, uh, it's playing eight percent ahead of the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two and twenty-eight percent above Doctor Strange. Uh, it's, uh, it's basically on a track. It's on track to get five hundred million dollars internationally because it's got a few weeks before Justice League debuts oh. on November fifteenth. So. Look at them go. And also Kenneth Branagh's Murder on the Orient Express appeared strong in the UK. Uh, basically, and uh, Sony's Blade Runner 2049 crossed $150 million. And uh, Disney's *Coco* actually made more in its second Mexico weekend than the first. Yay! Mm. So that, uh, I'm excited about that one. should be interesting. Yeah, me too. So, uh, of course, folks, we've got two films vying for your box office bet. Fortunately, neither of them are going to be. Well, Daddy's Home Two. I don't know about that one, but it's not. Going to, no matter what, it will never be as terrible as Boo Two. I mean, yeah, <laughs> uh, we've got Daddy's Home Two from Paramount, thirty uh, three hundred screens, and Murder on the Orient Express from Fox, also on thirty three hundred screens. So feel free to start chumming away in the chat. See which ones you'd like us to do a little bet on. In the meantime, though, we're going to do a little box office rewind on somebody that's going to be in one of these upcoming films. And why do we do that? With uh, we did it with Anthony Hopkins last week. Let's keep with the British tradition. I do count it. Branagh. Brown. Yes. That's right. So his top five films, coming at number five, a film that I, I haven't seen, and I I'm a, I kind of have a soft spot for Chris Pine, so I feel like I want to check it out, Jack Ryan's Shadow Recruit. Uh made $15.4 million when it came out in 2014. Did, Neil, did you see it?
2: No. I was sort of against the premise of the movie, uh, because, well, I saw the trailer, and they like handed Jack Ryan a gun, and they're like, all, all right. right, you're an agent now. I'm like...
3: It's Jack Ryan, a uh, snooze recruit. Yeah. Oh, I'm like,
2: all right. Jack Ryan is not an agent. Everyone knows this. Uh. He's an analyst. He says that in every movie. What am I doing? I'm not going to on this sub. I'm an analyst. And they're like, <laughs> but you know Russian. You have to talk to these people. You know the code. You can break it down in real time. He's like, well, fine, I'll go. And then he ends up on searching for Red October. That's, right. That's how it's supposed to go down. It's not supposed to be like, fly to Paris. Here's a gun. You're an agent now. What? That's not how it works. So I saw that trailer, and I'm like, I'm not even going to watch this movie at all. I'm just not even going to
0: watch all it. All right. I guess I'll have to wait for it to come to me. in some form or fashion. <laughs> just come to me, Jack Ryan, Shadow Recruit. Number four, Valkyrie, from uh, 2008, $21 million. That's okay. Yeah, I, I was, I, but I, I think everybody makes that joke where everybody's, yeah, keep, everybody has their own original native accents mm-hmm. in that film. Yeah. But we all forgive that just for the great acting. And we get to see Tom Cruise uh, as a German trying to kill people.
3: Yeah, there
0: you go. You <laughs> Coming number three, another film that kind of frustrated me because I, I I was hoping it would be so much better than what it was Wild Wild West back Wicked, in 1999. Wild Wild West, Jim West, Desperado, Jim Rough West. Rider. Yes. No, you don't want nada, none of this. Six gun in this. That's right,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was so cool.
0: Uh, $27.6 million. I, I really wanted this to be good. It should have been good. It was a
2: steampunk western and it ended up being a steampunk super Wait,
3: song. Wait, Wild Wild West. Yes. Is not good it's not it's there's a a, a rude wake up call for me (laughs) (laughs) Anthony's been drumming uh, beating
0: the drum for Wild Wild West to anybody that would listen (laughs) guys have you heard about Wild Wild West let me tell you about
3: it for a little bit it's an art house I saw it when I was a kid and I was just like this is awesome (laughs) I've loved it ever since
2: I remember the Burger King toys very clearly because I got a pair of glasses that were modeled after Will Smith's in the movie I got the spider and they're very Ah. like small circled sunglasses and I thought they were so cool and then I saw myself in the mirror, <laughs> and I was like, never
0: again. You know what? Why I last you betrayed me. I was just cleaning my office recently, and I came across I still have it in the package. The uh, Kevin Klein in his, in his little weird little bici- oh, no, you know, bicycle. Yeah. I've got that one, and it's still <laughs> in the package. I'm like, I still have this. All right, so I'll I, I, a little treasure piece. You of my should heart clean later. your house. It's, I should. I should.
1: <laughs> there you go. I love <laughs> Rick, that
0: song. It is a good song. I'll give it that. It's probably got a great song. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I just wanted that I wish I would have loved that movie to be better so we could have spawned a series of films. Coming in number uh two, a film that came out this past summer, uh thanks to Christopher Nolan, Dunkirk. Dunkirk.
1: Yeah. Fifty point five
0: million dollars. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I didn't see it. Me yeah. neither. Uh no, I thought it was a good solid film. Uh and coming in number one, Harry Potter. And The Chamber of Secrets. Easily the best movie on this list. He was a fun character in that yes. the series. 2002, $88.3 million. <sighs> it's
1: a beautiful movie.
0: All right, so before we do our box office bet, we're going to do a quick rundown of what we think next week's top five is going to look like. Uh, again, just as you were betting in the bo- in the chat room, we've got Daddy's Home 2, 3,300 screens, Murder on the Orient Express, also 3,300 screens, just for your our, our uh, top five kind of interests here daddy's home did 38.7 million dollars when it opened in 2015 and i thought this the stat has zero relevance to what we're going to be talking about but the original <laughs> murder on the Orient Express, its lifetime gross 27.6 million dollars back in uh 1974 well, wow. <laughs> so 27.6 i feel like the film itself like maybe just maybe be that we'll see It we could we could. We'll, yeah. we'll figure it out but uh in terms of top fives Do we see them and either of them knocking off Thor Ragnarok from number one? Listen,
2: Frank, it's no question. Thor Ragnarok (laughs) is going to be there at number one.
0: Oh, I thought it was like, Thor Ragnarok is yesterday's news, folks. (laughs) Move over,
2: Daddy's Home. The contention is going to be for number two. And I'm going to put my pencil in for Daddy's Home, too.
1: Serious? And
2: then Murder on the Orient Express, followed by Bad Mom's Christmas
0: and Jigsaw. No. I... I feel like I would like Murder on the Orient Express more, but I have to figure, I think people are going to want a comedy. I think. No. Uh, I mean, no. I, don't think, I don't think the film itself will be good, and I've never seen Daddy's Home, so I can't speak to the, the, the quality of that one, but I think people will be interested in checking it out.
1: I don't think so. I mean,
0: look, like Bad Moms Christmas, they came in at number two. I can't. Uh,
1: yeah, I, against Jigsaw, Tyler Perry's Boo 2, and Geostorm. I like, think
0: I agree. Th- I think I think it Eddie's has a twenty
2: one million five day. That's not bad for a movie like that. For I which? think uh, bad
0: moms. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I, I'm gonna go with you, Neil. I I agree. Even though I'm more excited about seeing Murder on the Orient Express, I don't think it's gonna do as well.
1: I disagree. Okay,
0: lay it on us. What do you think?
1: So Thor, Murder on the Orient Express, mm, Bad Moms, Jigsaw. So it's just gonna like. Oh, oh, wait, wait. I forgot about Daddy's Home. Yeah, I was going to say. I'm like, I totally forgot. Daddy's about it. Sorry. To uh, Daddy's Home is going to be third. Okay. And All then right. A Bad Mom's Christmas. And then Jigsaw.
0: Fare thee well from the top five. Boo to <laughs> <laughs> Halloween. Oh, good riddance to you, you jerky movie. Oh, oh boy. Alright, so uh, let's see here uh, We got the official Jared Leto As always, when he's not filming The Joker He likes to share his film, th- theories about film Box sure. office Daddy's Home 2 will be better than Orient Express really
2: uh, Official Jared be. Leto, I think you're right
0: Oh, and uh, thanks no. to Ken Jack Daddy's Home Two, one, three to 2 <laughs> How exciting Alright, that is the subject of our box office bet here we go. As I mentioned, 3,300 screens from uh, from good old Paramount Pictures there. That's crap. Now, remember the first film? Uh, it did 20 $38.7 million dollars when it opened in 2015. Opened in December, I believe. So uh, now, I mean we've got Thor ahead of it. Still crushing. Do we think it's gonna do better than 28 38.7? <sighs> Will it do less? We'll find out in just a moment. Now, of course, folks, as we're making our bets of those of you who have never watched the show before and you're wondering what the box office bet is, we're all gonna bet on what we think the opening box office gross will be. The person that's closest is prognosticator of prognosticators, gets to wear the stylish crown that is impossible to wear while you have headphones on. <laughs> the loser will have to go see this film and uh, you know what's great about seeing Bootu Medea Halloween is there's nothing drink? ever will I, I will never feel like the the sting of like sadness or fear. Of having to lose this bet again because really? I've, I've seen I've been to the lowest of lows.
1: I think this is the lowest of lows. For
0: no, me. no, no, no. Then go see 2 and then tell me. No, it's okay. You can't you can't say that until you've seen 2, Medea Halloween. It's true you can't. All right, so we gotta let me. I, I gotta open it up on my sweet calculator app. We well, gotta hurry up, Frank. Wow. All, all right, thirty-eight point seven million dollars for Fifty Shades Number Two.
1: Mm, this right. freaking trailer looks. So no oh, bad
0: I will be I mean I'm going to be honest and it might not be a popular opinion but I'm excited to see Mel Gibson just doing comedy yeah I, I want to see what that's going to be like
2: and I, honestly Wahlberg and Farrell have both gotten each other out of their respective ruts that they were yes. in and
3: also bonus, John Cena Okay that's he's true. the
1: only John good part of that <laughs> trailer <laughs> 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 no, see what really stinks is that having you know, like going to the movie so so many times lately, you get to see the same stinking trailer and I've seen that trailer more than anyone should ever have to you see can, that my, trailer.
2: You can just so why, why man, get out why don't you and like then you come it? back in.
1: <laughs> no, it's it's torture. Wait,
3: why don't you like the trailer
2: though? She's forced to watch them. Oh, okay. They don't yeah. let her they don't let her leave. The employees.
1: They force me to keep my eyes open. It's like and see it. It's part of it. Yeah. I hate it.
3: All right.
0: All right, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's time to reveal some numbers. Oh dear lord! Okay, uh, oh come on, you can't be right. scared. You just saw no, blue too. That's true. Another nothing. nothing to, I've looked <laughs> into the eye of the storm. <laughs> I've been I, yeah. there, done that. All right, what I'm gonna go strongly. I'm gonna say twenty-six million. 26, m- 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 million.
2: Twenty-six million.
1: What do we forgot got? What I did not You forgot
0: Neil Plumb? What are uh, Twenty-two. You point...
2: changing your? No, I'm just
1: trying to write it
0: down. Okay, twenty-two point five. Twenty-six for me. Really like it's
2: Twenty-two
1: point five. Seventeen. Hmm. Huh.
0: Interesting. All right. I
1: really don't want to watch it. I really don't. So I may not watch it ahead of time. Like, like I'd watch Thor just in case I did lose. But, I mean, hey, I wanted to watch it. But, I like, you know what I mean? Right. I just really don't want
0: to. Did you see? Do you see twenty I said 26. 26. 26. Uh-huh. Did you see uh, the first film?
1: No. Well,
0: then, all right, study up. Go see the first
1: film. No, you you'll be no. lost in this one. You will
2: be absolutely lost. Yeah, they actually do. They, they do. They do bring in plot points from the first one. Yeah, and you're not gonna like it quite as much as if you see that. it.
3: Actually, starts off right up, right where the uh, first one mm-hmm. ended. I
1: so. can't even tell if you're like Anthony's no, it's, it's true. That's it's true. It's the same reason why
2: serious. Frank needs to watch
0: the rest of the Mendia movies. Oh, dear Lord, that. <laughs> I would rather just be repeatedly speed-bagged in the balls than <laughs> for the rest of my life than ever see another Video film. Just do that to me. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Just, yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, what a what a great note to end the box out. fantastic
2: note. <laughs> but we did it. Frank Moran.
0: Cut and print and send this right to the Smithsonian uh, to archive it. Speed off to the Smithsonian. But before we go further, uh, of course, Amy Cassandra mentioned something to me real quick, and we had not given her five seconds to kind of tout her special thoughts. Uh, uh, another holiday is uh, fast approaching, Amy. Yes. Fast approaching. What do we got?
1: Yeah, okay. So I'm a big believer in celebrating each holiday in its own time. Right now, for me, some of us, Thanksgiving.
0: Oh, some, just some of us.
1: Just some of us, right? Uh, yeah. So I am on a mission to find all Thanksgiving-related movies, and obviously those are few and far between, but I'm doing my best. First one up, although I did tell people this, and they said, no, you should wait. Until Thanksgiving, but uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Hmm. I'd never seen it, surprisingly enough.
0: Okay. Have you I'm guys? Shocked. Yes. Okay. Shocked.
1: So, out of the people polled, um, oh, here we go. Hold on. We've got 75% of people that do like it and 25% of people that don't. Hmm. So, hmm. let us know. You know, tweet at us, whatever. Anyway, you want to let us know, comment down below. If you like Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Also, if you have any suggestions for Thanksgiving movies.
0: Killsgiving. I, I want to see the other one Are from The uh, the Grindhouse. Uh, yeah. the little parody of Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, hey, I will watch them. Uh, there I is, wish it was a real film. There's a scary movie that takes place around Thanksgiving that people were suggesting for me to watch last month. But now it's appropriate for Thanksgiving. Right. Of
0: That's course. true. Yeah. I mean, how do, you, how do you start out what, a scary movie versus... A Thanksgiving movie. So I'll wait, when do you yeah. want to? I yeah. understand. Yeah, you made the right call. I mean, I don't know if I could have been as brave to have done that. I probably it would have buckled. Hard. There you go. Hard. That's why you're that's why you're a hero. <laughs>
1: Thank you,
0: ladies and gentlemen. That's going to do it for this episode of Box Office Breakdown. Of course, thanks for joining us. And you can like us on fi- Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Throw multiple thumbs up there. Throw as many thumbs up in a in a very cool in and out style as possible. Uh, feel free to uh, thanks everybody for everybody dropping in the chat. And as Amy said, if you're watching this after we stream live, feel free to comment down below about a fake, favorite Thanksgiving film or why you do or do not like planes, trains, and automobiles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just go really into, you know, just really open up your, your heart, let it all out, your thoughts about John Candy, Steve Martin, John Hughes, yeah. pillows, right. things like that. Of course. What? Pillows. pillows. I thought you said something else. What do you think I said? Put, you put your head I'm on I'm not going to say there. what I thought oh, okay.
1: you said. All right.
0: Um. <laughs> but if you want to continue the conversation with any of us. Pillows. Hello. Hello. Uh, after the show's aired, Neil, where can they find you?
2: Thanks, Frank. You can find me at places where people are found at the Neil Plumley. Thank you for watching. See you next week.
1: That was amazing. Good well, job. Step your game up, Amy. I know. I don't know what to do. Thank you guys so much for watching oh. here. Us. You guys can find me on Twitter, Instagram, everywhere, at Amy TV.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Happy Go Jackie. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that has been this episode of Bugs Breakdown.
3: We'll see you back here next wait,
0: wait, Sunday night talking about long. more movies. Yes, Jim West, you desperado. <laughs> we'll see you back here next Sunday night, too. Until then, go see some movies. Bye. Bye.